Can we just can we just do an entire episode where the boys guess what the plays are? Yeah. Um one of our going through different personnel groupings. <laughs> My favorite play this year is called Super Gray Waffle. Is that a relation to uh, Super Blue Waffle, which is my <laughs> favorite video on the internet? Oh, that's your favorite video? Yeah, right after Fat Kid Fall Off Bike, it's Super oh. Blue Waffle. God bless. God bless you. No, what do we have uh, going on in uh, Super Gray Waffle? Okay, Trips so, right? no, this is Trey, so tight end and then two receivers. Oh, gotcha. So same concept, three receivers, three by one. And then super means there's a super back. So, like, if you can think of, like, any college team that has, like, a hugger, like, a guy who is, like, either one yard by one yard away from the tackle, um, like, kind of a jack-of-all-trades player that could run the ball, catch the ball, block. A real, is that, like, um, an H-back? Like an H-back, sure. Uh, a Brad Cumbest of Mississippi State would be a great ah. uh, super Brad back. Cumbest. Great friend of the pod, Brad Cumbest. H, H back extraordinaire, Brad Cumbest. Yes. So it used to be our H, so we called it Hug. Um, but now, because Super has an R in it, we call it Super instead of Hug. And then we go Super left when it is on the left side. Man, we're going to have to examine this in greater detail at another point. Maybe when we get to like um, other unnamed football teams of the Northwest suburbs. Sure, um, yeah because I feel like there's a lot of content here, but we've got a lot today, jam-packed show on a tight schedule. So Toilet, go ahead and kick us off. Welcome to a Mid-Worst Podcast Spring Break Edition. Yay! Wow, lucky for you. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. We're rocking a double IPA tall boy in the middle of the week. I love it. I'm rocking I'm rocking a truly mango lemonade. Ooh. I'm wow. drinking water. Free advertisement. Free advertisement. Um, where we share exactly what we are drinking this evening. My name is Toilet. I'm Sack. And my name is Luke. Luke, I think we need to start with you, man. How you feeling? Yeah, but check um, in. Yeah, thanks for checking in. Um, this is your virtual doctors checking th- in. Th- this you. is my virtual uh, MD. My telehealth appointment <laughs> with the boys. I often take yes. a, lot, a lot of great confidence when my doctors are uh, drinking. Beer, and especially when my doctors are drinking truly the beverage <laughs> in which we're going to look back 60 years when we all have like spleen cancer and say, why were we drinking all those white claws and truly's? It's in a really sleek black can. Too. Yeah, the black but, can is just means business. You, you got me marketing it, it, a plus. It is I, a, I, uh, I might as well be like rolling out of like an Escalade limo. <laughs> it's in a sleek black can but for being four days off the operating table boys i'm feeling pretty damn good um i called my doctor today actually to see if i could resume running because i'm like feeling that that good i mean i'm a little sore um things i thought you're gonna gonna call him to give some like criticism of the operation (laughs) yeah absolutely i was definitely uh present present enough um uh during the surgery to be able to provide feedback um, no, I'm feeling good. Um, I just wanted to share just some thoughts over the weekend. I don't have a lot of segments this week and that's because Go. I spent, uh, half the weekend when I'm typically coming up for ideas for this show, 
in a Norco induced haze, just kind of like staring out the window. Um, I got some really good daydreaming time in. Ooh. I was just looking out my bedroom window and like the birds are starting to flock back to the tree that's outside my bedroom. Okay. I, I swear to God, I didn't name the birds. We've got it like a family of finches hanging out there. I must have looked at them for like 45 minutes straight, just like <laughs> chilling, just terminally chill after uh my kidney stone surgery what is the best i feel like there's so many jokes that are brewing in my head right now about the last like 45 seconds of what luke said and i'm just i'm having like three stooges problem right now no no i got one get it okay all right you go okay i'll jump in you think of some okay luke what is the best grateful dead album to Birdwatch to uh (laughs) that would be ooh i'm gonna i'm just gonna go with um cornell 77 um barton hall it's an absolute classic some mm. some 70s dead got okay. the got the you know classic piano going as opposed to some of the more synthy keys that you start to get mm. in the late 80s early 90s sure um, uh, on a scale on a scale to cop stakeout to shia labeouf and disturbia how much window staring were you doing this past weekend um actually honestly less than i would do in a normal day because i wasn't in the front room <laughs> Like that's where my office setup is. So sometimes I like kind of look out of the window at the sidewalk when I'm on calls and shit. But I wasn't rear windowing people. I was staring like out into the sky at, over the and I oh. wasn't toilet. I, I appreciate the joke, but I wasn't even listening to music doing it. I was just looking out the window like some kind of 18th century romantic pining for his lost lover. Yeah, Is this like some Edgar Allan Poe? My husband is a boatswain out to sea, and I was staring <laughs> longingly out the window in his wake. Oh man, that would have been a, an ideal sea shanty listening and pondering oh, session for you. Oh my god. My man. The, the energy Luke, would have been was way definitely too living, high. Looking, Luke was de- definitely looking up to the sky and not yes. straight across to his neighbors. No, not definitely straight across. Not. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not straight across. Too bad the, uh, you did this in the springtime, not the winter. And uh, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Shorts Eddie or whatever the guy is who comes in and <laughs> yeah. runs the, runs the snowplow down the street. Like he wasn't out there giving you something to, to entertain you. You said you saw some youths outside? You had a little bit of envy of the youths. You see some, uh, some kids out there playing some stickball in the in the alleyway. Oh, oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Luke, you want to no. play stickball? Our neighbors threw like a front porch party, and I was like, "Oh man, that sounds like fun. I want to drink." This is quite literally the plot to Disturbia. There's like a party going on across the across the street. Shia LaBeouf. Disturbia. Disturbia. Is that um, what the movie is? He's like he has a little like a FOMO, and then he like lashes he, out. It's like well, rear he's window. like on house arrest. It's literally oh. rear window, except and he's so on he, house he, arrest he, instead of breaking his leg or whatever. And and he's definitely not trying to creepily watch an attractive neighbor lady take oh, off her clothes, and is yeah. definitely looking up to the sky like Luke. Uh, definitely yeah. looking up to the sky, not the neighbors. Totally. So any any like daydreaming takeaways, or is your mind just putting with the Norco, and we're just riding out the afternoon? Yeah, I think yeah, that it was like it was like the closest I got to actual meditation, where my mind was just completely <laughs> clear. And because it was a it was a beautiful spring weekend up here in the greater Chicagoland area, Zach. 
Um, it, 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 lovely like an, spring weekend down here too. Yeah, well, here we get like two of them per year. <laughs> now, now it's going to be like grisly cold again. Um, but but just like a simply delightful, uh, simple pleasure of life. Um, taking a bunch of opiate painkillers after your kidney surgery and just staring out a window. Um, can't recommend it enough. So when you, you said you called in, did you actually speak to your operating physician or did you speak to like someone in the practice? I, I spoke with a, a nurse or a physician's assistant or something. Okay. Because I've been... Um, dialoguing with Toilette, who is also in the medical field. And she says that she'd actually, after, aside from the actual visit, she doesn't have to have direct contact with any of her patients. It's all fielded by, you know, someone who answers the phone and things like that. And that just sounds like amazing. Like, Zach, you can do whatever for a client and then just literally never have to follow up or speak to that person ever again if they have some kind the of dream. complaint or problem. You can just, the like, get the, get the straight information and, like, call out all the BS complaining or small talking or whatever. Yes. Like how much time would that save you in a day if you didn't have to do that kind of stuff? Hours, hours. <laughs> like it's just the, the constant emailing back and forth. 75% of my time. 75? Probably. Yeah. I'd probably say at least 50 to 60% for me. Oh man. Cause we had right. Be- go ahead. No, go ahead. Cause go ahead. Right, right before we went on spring break, we had parent teacher conferences. And oh no. <laughs> one of the families that, I mean, T's honestly, like now that we have online grade books, like anyone who has a child who is in education or if you yourself have like completing some like online grad school classes or something like anything you need to know is already available to you. Like all mm-hmm. directions, all like titles of assignments and like assignment sheets, like pretty much everything is like posted online and it's active the entire semester. Yep. And like it takes like a like <laughs> A, a high school degree diplomacy wise of literacy of the internet in order to like figure out oh this is missing this is how i can go find it complete it and turn it in so parent teacher conferences are honestly obsolete and most of the parents who are signing up to come in are parents and family ready members. to ready to complain ready to complain I've got some thoughts we're i got some complaints union. <laughs> or like half of them were like oh my god like my kid has a straight a's like oh my god thanks so much and it's like well thank you like it's nice to hear that but honestly they're, like i just want to go pat, home. they're coming in for a pat on their back on their back exactly like okay oh, my kid do to get ready for high school well they're doing great they have straight a's obviously they're doing fine they're gonna be great in life oh they just my want- kids got straight a's i didn't know it's not like i went online to check they, everything but thanks exactly. for Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, your kid's doing fine. Uh, Back at home. Mind if I open up a double IPA? I've got a happy hour, (laughs) and I don't want to pay bar prices for it. You understand, of course. It would it would go over so much better if it was really like a mixer, and we had like two to three hours, and we could just like hang out in the gym and like pound (laughs) brewskis, and like anyone could just come up, come up to yeah, like a school dance. Yes, thinking about thinking about how bad how bad that would get towards the end of the night, like the parent who approaches you after you've had seven double IPAs. Yeah, (laughs) I need to ask about little Timmy. Oh, you're Timmy's dad. (laughs) Fuck that kid. Hey, everyone would get a little bit more out of it and probably have a better time. So that's all. Yeah, there'll be a little bit more truth spoken, probably. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, But we wouldn't know. All of us were great kids. We kept our noses clean. Luke got that one detention in high school that was really funny, and it was totally my fault, but he got one anyway. (laughs) Oh, we wanted to talk about it. I got four lunch detentions, all thanks to our friend Matthew. (laughs) How many did he get? Four as well. Oh, okay. You got them together. Okay. Yeah, at least, least, yeah, we all got them together. Can't leave somebody left behind. What'd you guys (laughs) do? 
Um, do you remember we had that? This is so inside baseball, and nobody's going to get this except for the people who know us. But we had a uh, uh, presenter who was talking to us about their drug addiction, mm. and there was like a very poignant moment where he was like talking about like like going down to a river and was like thinking about you know like ending his life. And there's like you could hear it was just like a pin drop right in the in the auditorium, and all of a sudden our friend Matt decides that that's the best time to fart. <laughs> so he lets out he lets out a fart that like wasn't loud enough for anybody else to hear but like you could feel the vibration in the seats down the way and so like we all started la- like me k-bad and and uh matt started laughing and i think one of the deans like saw us in the moment we started walking out he was like you like he thought we were laughing at the subject matter which we yeah. weren't and we told yeah. him we're like we aren't laughing at the subject matter it was like our friend just he and farted, that, and we're that's laughing when at I, the fart. And, and that's that, when, it, like, we were given the option to have four lunch detentions or one after-school detention, and, like, all of us chose the four lunch detentions, thinking, course. like, oh, there's no way our parents are going to find out. And, like, of course, they, they, they send an e- or they send a... They said they, they sent a phone call back home. My dad's like, you got four lunch detentions? And I told him why, and he thought it was equally as funny. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. And that's when I went down to the river and uh, found out that all my veins collapsed. So I needed to start shooting heroin into the tip of my penis. (laughs) 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 Honestly, like farts at school made me laugh harder than almost anything else. I would not be able to keep it together. Also, like when you could do it in a way where only the person next to you knew it was like that perfect, like towing the line of like if you uh, farted way too loud, then like you were the fart kid. But if you did it like soft <laughs> enough, only your buddy knew, and it was funny. It was funnier that way. The fact that you describe it as the reverb off the seat is how everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. knew that he farted makes I, it so I, much funnier. We all know it. We I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like we've all felt one of those in that auditorium. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good times. Is that a good transition into porta potty names, Luke? This has been on the agenda for I want to say eight weeks, and I just need to hear this content. <laughs> yeah, okay. let's go. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so I we were having utility work done on our street a while ago. Um, and they, you know, as they do, if they're gonna be doing multi-day work, we'll station a porta potty just like <laughs> out somewhere like off, you know, off the street, but it's just like hanging out there. Um, yeah, right in front of your door, right in front yeah. of your house, <laughs> right in front of the entrance to my house. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the alley, like in the turnaround. <laughs> um, and and the name of this porta potty was called the Drop Zone. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. Dude. I think um, orange, orange lettering. Yeah, orange yep. lettering. Um, yep. It's a pretty, it's a pretty common. Uh, brand of porta potty around here mm. popular <laughs> brand we call it a, a popular a, a porta brand um <laughs> and i thought like obviously you know this isn't the only pun porta potty name i feel like this is the one industry where the proprietors <laughs> of uh portable toilets have really taken the pun name and run with it and yes runs with it am i yes. right folks? get am the I runs right? with it yep 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 Um, So I wanted to catalog some names for you guys and uh, just get some reactions from you um, (laughs) to see see if any of these, uh, if you've seen any of these or uh, to get your reactions. So um, we have the drop zone, um, obvious, though it only implies uh, one use for it, which is 
the the drop. Which um, honestly, like taking it in a uh, porta potty is infinitely worse than having to pee in a porta potty. Oh, a male. yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the lady listeners out there. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> who who have to deal with that uh, all the time? They don't have all the, the time. They don't have the excuse to, or the uh, opportunity to use the side cup urinal device thing. Mm-hmm. Um, toilet, yeah. turn that dial down just a scooch. You're uh, okay. clipping out a little bit. Is there a way to get a female urinal uh, more accessible to our lady listeners? In porta potties? Can this be our? I mean, I'm a toilet, so like, can we be a brand of a <laughs> podcast that is that is championing championing for the female uh, urinal popular, like more accessible female urinals? Honestly, Just, I think if you figured that out, you'd be a billionaire, and I'd say right? cut the podcast right now. Yeah. In general, or at a porta potty. That would be a great name for a female urinal. Mid worst, mid thirst. Would it? I'm, I'm missing know. this pun. Uh, I don't know. Mid worst. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. This is uh early stages, but let's come back to this. Someone write this down in the Google sheet. Okay, we'll uh, we'll we'll get there. Um, the next one I have is wee uh, wee. Okay, that, that's a good one. That's wee wee's good. Yep, yep, yep. It's good pun. It's also, spelled, it's spelled the French way too. I spelled the French, it, it's French spelled way. The French way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw honey pot, no, which, is, like which is disgusting, especially <laughs> no, uh, like con- considering uh, how it's used among intelligence communities. Yeah, no. Um, call ahead implies timely service, but also, you know, bathroom head. Bathroom yeah, head, like, like yeah, I gotta hit the head. Is that a thing? Bathroom, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like, a, it's like an old timeier, like a sailor nautical Ooh. slang. In, okay, right? comes right, with Luke? cheese, an- yeah. cheese anties. Okay, yeah, I think Piped like the, I think the the head was like the name of the the acoustics the in the acoustics in a porta potty are oftentimes very good. A lot of reverb in there. Yeah, you yeah. know, plenty of time spent in a porta potty at Lollapalooza, so you get plenty of uh, you <laughs> plenty of acoustics there. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, but hut. Uh, I like that. I like that. It's the butt hut. It's a hut for your butts. Incredible rhyme scheme. You know exactly yeah. what's going on there. Just you know so exactly succinct, what's going on. Succinct. It's just the butt hut. <laughs> Crude, but to the point. Um, yes. That one was really simple. This one is a little more like futuristic, mm. more um, complex. It is um, called the Safe High Viz Toilet Box. But it's stylized as shitbox, but S H V T B O X. So safe, high, viz, box. But the H and the V are kind of lined up, so it looks like shitbox. And it's like bright yellow. No, don't like that. Don't tell me what I'm doing in this box. I'll show you. Um, pit stop. Classic. Classic. Yep. Yeah, classic. Um, floaters. Someone who's apparently unfamiliar with how. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Zach. No, no, you go. I was going to say someone who's apparently unfamiliar with how uh, uh, stool uh, is contained (laughs) within a porta potty. I've never seen a floater necessarily, more like on top of toilet paper. But I do not want to see any floaters. Yeah, that's kind of a gross. That's kind of gross too. That's like the. That's like a very uh, visceral pun to make. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, it's not it's like funny, uh, but then when you think head, about it, yeah. it doesn't really work. 
Yeah, no, it's it's too visceral. And I think floaters, yeah. I actually think poop. But like all these other ones, I think like jokes about poop. So I'm going to back off on that one. I'm going to step back and say, though good, not as big of a fan. Okay, um, I have a royal flush. And just a jumping off point, have you ever been to a portable flush toilet before or have you ever used one? Portable flush yeah. toilet? How does it flush? Mm-hmm. There's a, it's a it's pump a... action one? No. <laughs> yeah. Like at an RV? No, 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 no. Or at festivals, uh, typically the disabled bathrooms or the one next to the med tent will have a tank on it for people who are undergoing some severe distress. Shout out to me when I was in the med tent at uh, Pitchfork. Pitchfork, yep. what, 2014? Yeah, about a decade ago. Yep, at the med tent. Had a good green. time. The poor guy had uh, torn Achilles in there. I felt worse for him than I did for myself. Wait, did it happen there? No, he, oh. he tore it like playing soccer the day before or something. But oh. Yeah, to the listeners at home, toilet once went to Lollapalooza on a Pitchfork. torn or pitchfork, excuse me, went to pitchfork on a torn ACL. The right? day after I tore it, yeah. Yeah, yeah the day yeah, after yeah. we tore it. <laughs> the great the great part of that story is like right before leaving, toilet was like, Yeah, you know, guys, I'll I'll give it a shot. I think I can maybe make it without the wheelchair. We're gonna we're gonna didn't go to even, the, Yeah, didn't even make it halfway tree. down the block. Yeah, didn't nope. even make it halfway down the block and like started turning turning green and was like, I need my wheelchair, boys. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a lot of thoughts there. This is a, a, a quick aside, but um, <laughs> Luke's experience with Norco sounds ideal, and mine was horrifying. I experienced <laughs> every emotion in like a 15-second span, all the way from elation to homicide to suicide <laughs> to depression to anxiety to nausea. Um, Heartburn, mo- indigestion. <laughs> upset stomach. stomach. Diarrhea. There you diarrhea. go. <laughs> you ended up in the medical tent with diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a tough part of the day. And the, the worst part of the day was I was there with Luke and, you know, a lot, there, a lot of friends were there, uh, but my sisters were both also there. And, um, you know, people would come in and check on me or whatever because I was in the medical tent, but it wasn't really a great spot to view a concert. Um, but my sister was, uh, Bidet was hanging out. Um, with me and I was kind of standing holding myself up propping myself on the side of the med tent and we were kind of like swaying to I think it was neutral milk hotel that year <laughs> yes that's that's correct we're swaying to the dulcet tones of neutral milk hotel yeah you're not like dancing or like raving or whatever you're just kind of like swaying and like tapping your foot or whatever and then these this couple that we had been just like t- talking to throughout the evening was just like if you like her you should kiss her oh god I was like no, it's, it's no. A great, it's a great point if she wasn't my sister or my bidet. So probably not going to kiss her. She just looked at me. <laughs> what day did you get? What day did you? Did you guys go? Um, did you guys that go was both Saturday. Days? It was just one so day. Saturday. So, okay. Neutral Milk Hotel. Incest Fest in the as, park. Frequently known as Twigs played that too. St. Vincent. Oh, that's great. Oh, Danny Brown. Two yeah, yards? it was great. It was awesome. Push a T. Ooh, yeah, cloud nothings. That that was a damn. That was a Twin Peaks fun... too. Wow, was that a was good like time. Early, that was like really early Twin Peaks. <clears throat> Not to brag. It was Twin Peaks at one p.m. I don't think you made it at that time though. Independent no, toilet. We did not. I can't believe we tried to go to the train. That was the dumbest idea. Do you remember that we had to call an Uber to take you back around the corner because we couldn't <laughs> carry you? Correct. <laughs> and the only reason that I was able, I don't. Did I have crutches? Yeah, you did. Okay, I had crutches, but we we knew we were going to be at the park almost all day. So we thought, well, 
We actually have a wheelchair back at the apartment because our friend, shout out, Johnny B, was Lars and the real girl for Halloween six months prior and had brought a wheelchair for his blow-up girlfriend that night. That's right. And left it at the apartment. What an expensive prop for a Halloween costume. (laughs) It was great. It was a great costume, though. It was. (laughs) All right, all those aside, apologies. Back to names for portable me's. Um, I've I've only got two more. Okay. Um, Don Johns, which is Ooh. a nice literary illusion. Classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classy. 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 Yep. I like it. All black. And then um, happy belated St. Patrick's Day. The Patagol. Oh. Patagold. I oh, like I thought you I thought you were gonna talk about leprechaun. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Restrooms. That's a good. That's a good Chicago brand one. Chicago uh, local one. Take it on down to the uh, leprechaun there. I took a deuce in the leprechaun. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to porta potty emptiers. You're the real heroes. Yeah. Shout out to the marketers of porta potties. That's a thankless y'all are, job. Y'all are great. Thankless job. Hey, More speaking- like a tankless job. Insert reggaeton horn. Um, speaking of names, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I went to uh, Trivia Night a couple weeks back with Toilette. Fun. Uh, no- noted genius. And um, it was a good time. And I'm wondering, she rejected almost all of my names for our trivia team. And I'm wondering if you guys have any good ones that we can use next time. I I do. I have one for you. Okay. Um, This is my go-to. I don't think she's going to like it very much. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, My go-to team trivia name is the Fighting Terry Shivos. Wow. Oh, (laughs) okay. That's, that's, wow. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, I uh, proposed some of the classics, uh, the Cunning Linguists. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, quiz. Spitting stunning English. <laughs> uh, quiz in my pants. Mm-hmm. Another that's... one of my classics. Uh, I also like It's a Trap. Okay. Because then you get to yell, It's a Trap! <laughs> Every time your team name gets mentioned. <laughs> Admiral Sackbar. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Sackbar. That's a good one. Uh, Tequila Mockingbird. That's another kind of overused one. Uh, that's a good one. Um, I don't even remember what we ended up going with, but Alcoholics Zach, you, Anonymous. There we go. That's a good one. <laughs> Zach, have you ever trivia or do you have a go to name? I don't have a go to name. Okay. But I, I, I like the Tequila Mockingbird one. Okay. All right. The Fighting uh, Terry Chivos is just an in- incredible reference to uh, one of the first news stories I really remember as a child. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to put me in the right headspace uh, for for competition. Uh, maybe I should go with that acronym that we were talking about off air before uh, Zach had hopped on. Maybe that Ooh, is what I should. Yeah, that, that is a good one. Just so they yeah. have to read a gigantic twelve letter acronym before uh, every time that our team name uh, gets announced. T W P T two. Oh shoot! Okay, I got to exactly. restart. T W. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Just just put like just put like lady like somebody's like social security number in and they just have to read the number every time they read your name. Was it like theme trivia or was it just like general trivia? It was pretty general. Um there were four categories in the front and then on the back was all music, which we knew ahead of time. 
Um, but then two of the categories in in the first four were also related to music, and okay. music is not exactly a strength of mine. It's not a deficit either. I'm pretty neutral when it comes to music, uh, but it was it was marketed perfectly to people our age, which is a lot of uh, early two thousands and um, yeah. You know, basically the time period that we grew up in. Those are the types you know, of people who go to trivia on a weekday. So, if you're doing music, you could have been the Troublemakers. It's a nice little call out to Ooh. Pitch Perfect. A little, Ooh. little, little play too. Wait, Troublemakers or Troublemakers? Treble. Treble. Like okay. the Treble Clef. Get it? Troublemakers. Okay. Clef Palette. The beat. <laughs> yes. Maybe one of the those. Clef Palettes, guys. <laughs> the Women Respecters. <laughs> women Respecters. Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay, thank you. That helps. The um, respectful gentleman. Uh, Zach, I see you just put your topics in here. One is called eating on a Zoom call. I just told Luke before he hopped on here. I put a lasagna in exactly at oh, 8 o'clock. Nice. It will be done exactly at 9 o'clock. So I'm very excited nice. for our tight hour today. What was your experience on eating during a Zoom call? Okay, so have you guys had this where you have a like a work Zoom call? And um, it, it's... Falls like kind of in the lunch hours, and maybe you got like a busy morning, weren't really able to get something to eat. Maybe mm-hmm. you got a busy afternoon, you yeah. You can't, like, you maybe got a yes. bunch of calls. Like, have you ever had this Zoom call where you're just sitting in, and you're like, I'm just gonna fucking eat? And I don't, you know, I, I had it, I had it today, and I just started eating on a call, and there was <laughs> quite literally nobody else was eating or drinking or anything like that while I was on the call, and I felt like it was like. Like the the Peter Griffin when he's eating the chips, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like um, okay. So you were with like every single bite. So I'm like eating. I put, I mean I put myself on mute. Of okay. course, like I'm not gonna. But let you left your video like on. on. Yeah, that's what I everybody was had say. video. Ew. Everybody had video on. I guess I could be. I guess I could have just like shh, for the viewers at home. I'm turning my video off for a second. Yeah. Like I guess I could have done that and eaten. But then I don't know. Like then I would. Like, yeah. What's he? What's he doing? Is he like? tubing or something or what I I'm like no i'm eating i swear i'm eating <laughs> no i have a jewel i swear i'm smoking <laughs> no I i'm just drinking during the work day i promise <laughs> i would have dropped in the chat like hey about to house a bunch of enchiladas gonna save you the pain of having to watch me eat them i'm gonna turn my cam off but i'm still here yeah, you won't want to be on a call with me later hopefully your mics will be off <laughs> <laughs> Just eating barbecue ribs very messily <laughs> on the Zoom call. Like, oh, excuse you know, I didn't have time to eat, even eat breakfast today. You're going to have to excuse Somebody eat this rack of baby back ribs. Just because I care about you, because I care about you so much, Zach, and I don't want your um, your name to get dragged through the mud at all, I would, I would beg of you to eat something that is a fork and knife or spoon type meal because the thought of you eating anything phallic shaped and having to hold it up to your (laughs) mouth leads me to believe that some of your unkind coworkers (laughs) might actually (laughs) take a screenshot of you and would put something unsavory into uh, a Photoshop type situation. Quite quite literally something unsavory. Unsavory into your your mouth. Um, Yeah, I've definitely done it and I usually just drop in the chat like, yo, I'm about to eat IDGAF. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to eat yeah, a fistful of, of French fries. Just at <laughs> once. Unhinge my jaw and stuff my face. 
Uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, in, in my culture at home, actually, we don't have utensils. It's uh, medieval mm. time style. Sure. <laughs> Excuse me while I have my chicken leg and mashed potato lunch. I just scrape the mashed potatoes on the chicken leg or the bone and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> would be like, yeah, the most ridiculous thing you could my eat. Like if you corn. just pulled it. <laughs> yeah. You just pull it like a turkey drumstick the size of your head. Just <laughs> alpha move. Alpha moves only. So it would be funny if you just did that, but like every time you're on a Zoom call, you just pick something different to eat. I love. I guess well, like Brad Brad Pitt made an acting career off of eating on camera. I mean, that's all I'm doing. Wait, what? Why is that? He always eats on camera. He always eats. Like you'll never. I'm sorry. I we just ruined Brad Pitt for you. You're gonna notice it in every movie now. He's always eating, especially in the in every scene or like in one. I, I, a couple of times Frequently. in a movie, but like in the ocean movies, like you watch literally quite almost every scene. I need to stop saying literally. Um, almost every scene, he's like finishing something or he grabs a handful. Yeah. Or are there, are there a lot of like you, like oral like uh, props, like cigarettes and toothpicks yeah, and stuff? He, he'll yeah. Dip, he dipped in Moneyball and uh, he like does toothpicks in other movies, cigarettes too, obviously. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, will, I think it's kind of like the. That. I think it's like the George Costanza thing where he eats an apple when he's on the phone so he can sound more casual. Oh, I, I think that's kind of I think that's kind of what he's going for. Maybe. He wants to like look and appear more casual. Maybe that's an acting tip for us. Yeah, just I mean eat, that's all I've been doing on during our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Oh my um, gosh! Going back to the point about food, I had a thought this weekend. I know there's one correct answer, but what are the saddest foods to eat alone? So not on a Zoom call, just by yourself, no audience. Like, what is like something that you eat and you just kind of feel sad that you're eating it by yourself? Oh, like a, just like an oven cooked chicken breast. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. uh, spaghetti and marinara sauce. Okay, I was why say is that? Pizza, pizza is kind of. I think pizza is like a party food. Ooh, no, oh, no, you're okay. having a good time when you're alone and you're ordering a pizza. You're like, I'm doing this yeah. for me, and you I'd rather have a burger. And then you can get whatever toppings you want. Like if you Ooh, like, true. if you like Hawaiian pizza and everyone that's around you hates Hawaiian pizza, you can get that half Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. All right, Derek you don't have Bell. to take anybody else's theory. You don't have to take anybody else's feelings or or wants. I, okay, I like it. It's like being able to crank the thermostat up or down. Yeah, you just okay. don't have to take anybody else's. Uh, oh, that's not where I thought. That's not what I thought you were cranking when you're alone and sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> zoom 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 too bad too bad too bad so my thought came this weekend when i was eating uh canes raising canes for the first time excellent oh, meal fuck i've never i haven't had it yet is it good it's pretty good yeah they i think it's mostly the, the dipping sauce that they get the, that the yeah that's what i've heard are, are we going back to our chicken amnesia because all of a sudden you just mentioned a new chicken i haven't had and i lost my yeah. shit you gotta try a new chicken okay guys. so try that new chicken and I was like, try mm, fried chicken is kind of a sad solo meal. Like, I don't know. I, chicken I was sandwich? Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, fried yeah, chicken. No, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I like this. Kind I like of where sad. this is going. Yeah. yeah. I like this distinction. Fried chicken sandwich. Okay. okay. Fried chicken, like drumsticks. A two-piece. Yeah. Tenders? Tendies? Are we going to go tendies? 
I think anything that's like kind of like a lot of work is like kind of an embarrassing thing to eat alone. Like I'm just gonna like suffer through these bones oh. and like eat like an animal and like probably just hover over like the bag that I bought it in and like throw all the remnants away when I'm over done. the sink. Eat over the sink like a rat. <laughs> so I don't make a mess and I can just clean it up and roll over and go to sleep. But uh, I think I think eating Taco Bell alone is kind of sad. Oh, no, man. I hope Ouch. not because I do it like once every two weeks. <laughs> um, but I said well, that I loud. guess I always I always eat it with Katie. So like that there we're you always go. eating yeah. it together. together I feel yeah. like if I like just went and like got a bunch of like chi- like chicken quesadillas, it'd be like oh oh man <laughs> oh man I do that. <laughs> Uh, that's I gotta go find true. a leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> uh, I, I associate with like Italian food, like shout out to Flight <laughs> of the Concords, like lasagna toilet. Like, did you imagine <laughs> eating lasagna alone? A family sized lasagna out of the container it was sold to you in by yourself? Yeah, that's pretty sad. Even like the Russell Stouffer's like singleton lasagna out of the freezer. That, yeah. that shit is sad, man. That, that is, is a sad food. meal. <laughs> any, any lean, any actually any lean cuisine for dinner, period, is sad food. You can yeah. have that for lunch any day, totally normal, fine. If you're having that for dinner, like you are half a step away from eating cat food. No <laughs> <day>. <laughs> about like the the pot pies too, the frozen pot pies. Oh, for one, yeah, sad. yeah. <laughs> Marie Callender's mm, pot pie. Mm, no. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so I said that to the people I was with. I was like, "This is kind of like a sad food if you were like eating it by yourself." And they're like, how, "Oh no!" How about a how about a corn dog out of the freezer? Is that a sad food? To That's eat a pretty sad food to eat yeah. alone. A, yeah. a microwave hot dog would fall into that too. Yeah. So oh, hot dog. Oh, macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. Oh, oh, that's no. a sad solo that, meal. Yeah, sad, sad meal to eat with people. Period. Yeah, that's a sad <laughs> meal in general. I think if you're not making it for a child and eating it with a child, yeah, you should not be doing that. Um, but I said that to the people I was with, and they're like, "No, the saddest food." So this, we've been talking about meals, but the saddest actual food to eat by yourself is a birthday cake. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, that's true. You're right. And I was like, well, logically that makes sense, but I think cake in general, like eating cake alone is like, you can eat ice cream by yourself, you can eat a slice of pie by yourself, but to yeah. eat like some cake, like cake is not served in like a small portion. Like to eat a yeah. cake alone is incredibly sad. So you're the talking about- The presumption is like, that when you're making a cake, you have a bunch of people around. Yes. So that if you're just eating it yourself, it's just like, oh, you made a cake for yourself? Yes. Why don't you okay. just make a cupcake then? That's what I was going to say. Where does a cupcake rank on this? Because a cupcake is an individual cake. So there's a difference between like I had a a birthday party and I have like three leftover cupcakes and I have a cupcake with coffee the next day. Then like (laughs) I bought some cake. Well balanced. (laughs) You've never done that? Like had some leftover dessert and like eating it with breakfast the next day? Yes. Pound cake is the bomb with coffee. No. Yeah. No? Okay. Well, I guess there's no difference between that and like the lemon iced cake from Starbucks. Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, my greater point was, you know, eating eating cake alone is just kind of a sad food. Like if you went to the store and bought some cake and you're just planning on eating it yourself, like that is just that is the absolute saddest well, thing. Well, heard. Luke, it's Friday night. Looks like we're playing Fortnite and eating this entire birthday cake and drinking a bottle of gin. 
<laughs> Invite oh one of us God. over. We'll help you eat the cake. A birthday cake and gin? Ugh. That's a horrible combination. <laughs> Terrible combo. My, my life has been going downhill ever since Matt farted, and I laughed at that assembly <laughs> when the guy was shooting heroin into his <laughs> penis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. At that at that juncture, I think we need to transition to some sporps. What sporps do you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Well, I, Go I got so, I got something I want okay. to talk about. Go ahead. I feel like this touches on our roster management that we've been we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. But seeing there's orange, a, there's a guy. Yeah, no, well, I guess seeing orange. But there's a um, there's an NFL prospect out of uh, Central Missouri. Cool. He is. <laughs> hey, a, hey, no, stop, stop, stop. Hold on. Missouri Valley NBC. Conference. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Um. But he is a tight end and a punter. So he's going he's going in as a tight end punting prospect. And I think this is a great idea because, like, if you just use a roster spot on someone like Pat O'Donnell, you're wasting a roster spot. Like, how hard is it to find guys who are, like, the best athletes in the world and just be like, okay, can you, feel, can you catch a long snap? Cool. Can you just kick the ball, like, 50 yards downfield? Like, you could get a running start, too, and we'll let you kick it low. You know, like, we could get the guys down the field. Like, is it really that hard to think that you can't double up a roster spot on somebody who could also punt? Now, I know people are going to talk about hang time and all that stuff, and they're nerds, all right? All we need is a dude (laughs) with, like, somewhat of a – like, all these guys who can broad jump. Like, I was watching a video today of a prospect. I can't remember who it was, but he, like, broad jumped out of the fucking room. And I'm like, you tell me that guy couldn't punt a ball as like, as far as like Pat O'Donnell, or like Braden Colquitt, or like I don't know. Those are the only two punters I know in the NFL. Or the dude mm. for uh, who was the one who fucked up for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Long haired dude. We talked about him. Oh. He was the rugby style punter, and he like booted it out of bounds. That guy. He was horrible in that game. He was horrible. Yeah, he was I know horrible. his hair sucks. I think- what about what about like yeah finding somebody who can do dual pros dual roles like if Bill Belichick did it people would call him a genius if yeah. anybody else did it they'd be like oh it's a waste I guess the the counterpoint to that would be like are you going to be rolling that guy out in like a double tight end set to block or something like that like do you want the guy who knows how to punt on your team out there like busting up his knuckles trying to like get a running back over the goal line or something. Well, true, yeah. I guess, but you could put him back in the H back and he could, uh, Ooh. he'd then uh, maybe get a couple of, a couple Ooh. of uh, yards of a moot on like head start. And I think, I feel like that would be a little less of a punting mm. and then, uh, you know, less, uh, less uh, physical toll on you than having to go from a three point right up into someone's shoulder pads. If you'll allow me to take this to the logical extreme, I don't Please. think that uh, permission granted. Thank you. Um, I don't think that this concept really works unless the combo position was quarterback punter and you taught a quarterback how to punt. Our quarterback is our punter. It's also <laughs> like the, okay. The Ben Roethlisberger pooch punt. I think he's done it once or twice before. Yeah, maybe once or twice. But honestly, the reason that we do it that way is like we like to have a, a quarterback who can also punt because we like to line up in basically trips and just run a flood route to the first down marker and see if that kid can just throw for a first down every time. And then if he can't, he just punts like a rugby-style kick that no one's going to field anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I, yeah, I would not, agree with that. That's not a bad idea. That's pretty much what we do is like just roll out. If you can get the first down, it's a slam dunk. Just throw the ball. If you can't, just go kick it with some stank on it. And normally when you throw a rugby style punt, like it's going to hit the ground. It's going to bounce. It's going to do a bunch roll, of crazy shit. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, like at the, at the you know, the non-professional level, like it's really hard to feel a punt that's on the ground and it's unpredictable. You know, a professional could probably feel that no problem, but um, yeah, I'm with Luke. I think that's definitely a viable so, option. So you're telling you're telling me you're telling me it's actually going to start at the lower level. It's like already been done, my man. And it's then already it's going to move done. up. So which college team is going to pick up on it first? Like North Dakota State or something? I'm, you know, that's a good point. I'm honestly shocked that more college programs don't do it. Like just like look at a defense. And like, oh, I can punt it right here. And no one's going to pick it up, or no one's yeah. covering this guy. Like, we're going to run this. Like, it's not that difficult. It, of a- it takes like, a coach who has it like ingrained in their philosophy. Like, whoever that Kansas assistant is, who is like the never punt, always go for it, yeah. like type of guy. It, it's some. It's going to need to be somebody who's like, this is a part of my scheme. Is like going for it a lot on fourth down, not all the time, but a lot because we have a quarterback take, who can rugby punch and throw. Yeah. And but like the like we're gonna run a lot of fakes, but the guy who's like handling the ball is not some punter. It is our starting quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, someone who's used to catching a snap and making a decision. Yeah, exactly. Well, does that uh, parlay us into some of the roster moves that the Bears made this week? Should we talk a little bit about it? Yeah, let's do some C in orange. All right. <clears throat> well, Mitchell Trubisky is seeing red in uh, in Western New York, uh, where he will be backing up Josh Allen. That is the got to be the most fun quarterback room ever. Matt oh, yeah, Barkley, Matt Barkley, are, are Mitchell we Trubisky reuniting Matt and Mitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and. Uh, uh, Josh Allen, that that is a place that I want to be for sure. It's good for him. He's gonna he's gonna get a couple of starts, and he's gonna have a game where people are gonna be like, "Oh, look what he's doing in Brian Dable's system. Oh, it's great." And then it's gonna be awesome when the Bears turn around and give him a contract for twenty million a year. Oh next my year. god, that would be awesome. Yeah, they hire so Brian good. Dable. They ha- no, this is, they'll they'll hire Brian Dable as their coach, and oh. then they'll bring. There you go. Oh man! Now that's, we're talking. Ryan Pace will finally get vindication. Vindaloo. <laughs> See, that's the thing. When I get excited about the Kyle Fuller release, it's like, oh well, I'm also. I can't agreeing believe you're excited about with that. Ryan. I know Pace. you don't like him. I know you don't like him, but like, it's that made the Bears are worse. I know they weren't great, but they are worse now because I, of that I know move. this is like the ultimate sign of like you know whether or not it was the right roster move. But on the Reddit thread of like Kyle Fuller released by the Bears, fans of every other team were like, "Please God, come to our team!" Yeah, like, our yeah he got Mays made a joke that he got signed faster than it takes to get a pizza delivered. He literally was cut for thirty six minutes before he was signed. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Fangio picked him up, which is not very surprising at all. No, not and very surprising at all. I think that it would have been great, like all the information coming out about Russell Wilson is that two starters were offered in the trade, and it's pretty obvious it was probably Mitchell and Kyle Fuller as the two starters who were offered to the Seahawks. And I understand completely why they decided not to accept that trade offer from the Chicago Bears. That's totally within, you know, I- understandable <laughs> – yeah, I, I mean, I they they just had no quarterback to give him. I mean, Carroll's 68 or something, 69. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to rebuild. Nice. 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 
He yeah, doesn't he doesn't want to rebuild. No, yeah, Russell he's, Wilson he's is worth yeah. way more than what anyone could even logically offer. So, um, yes, I am excited that he's gone because of the price tag that he was playing at. He was not worth that much money, honestly. He was not worth whatever it was, $32 million? Like, absolutely not. Like, you have to yeah. be an absolute shutdown, lockdown corner for us to pay you that kind of money. Talking about, like, prime Darrell Revis type shit. Like, island. Like, true island. Like, shut down whoever is across from you. And he just wasn't. Like, he had a great year in that 2018 season and got a couple picks and was just kind of a above-average, pretty good corner. But, you know, I, I think I think he would contract. be – I think he's, like, a stellar 1B like the best one B in the league, yeah. you know, like, like if he had, if he had someone like, you remember how great Tim Jennings was when he was uh, yes. alongside Charles yes. Tillman. That's a great and then comparison. When he, and then when he became the number one, it was like, Oh, he's not very good Yeah, because exactly. he was just, it's because like nobody threw to Tillman and he just got to like, he, he just had so much help. Right. Like I think, I feel like, I feel like Fuller. I mean, he's he's been really good, and I don't really know if they've had a lot of great guys who've played alongside alongside him, like Buster Screen, Buster see you later, Eddie um, Jackson cut, before he <clears throat> yeah Eddie transported Jackson before, to the Nether Realm. Yeah, before he became a suburban man of the Northwest suburbs, he'll be a cap <laughs> casualty in a couple of years too if he doesn't play any better. Yeah, I probably. What do you, yeah, probably. I mean, a couple of years. Yeah, I thought. I thought they probably would have given the Seahawks like Akeem Hicks. I don't know. If, yeah, probably like Akeem Hicks and Shh. and uh, no. well, you know, Akeem Hicks. They probably they probably offered Mac to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Would, who else would they? Mac and probably Robinson. Like they would have wanted the best players, or maybe they would have wanted like they they haven't had a tight end in forever. Like. Wouldn't surprise Jimmy me. Graham. Asked, no, Komet. Like if they wanted Komet or someone like that, or maybe a lineman. I don't know. If they asked definitely for like an James, offensive lineman. If they asked for James Daniels, like I, I mean they, I mean they would have given him they Cody Whitehair. Yeah, I, I don't know. Apparently they've apparently everybody's been saying that like the people who I've been listening to have been saying that this is like every every contract right now being signed is essentially a two year contract. If you look at it, because the, everybody the wants to get, contract, everybody wants to get to everybody wants to get to the free agency, um, not next year but the year after, because that's when that's when they're thinking that it's gonna the cap's gonna rise like forty to fifty million, and Whoa. all of a sudden like we're gonna have you know 2016 NBA summer where Alan Crabb <laughs> is getting $17 billion dollars. <laughs> nice. Well, good, yeah. By the way, I, good for Alan Crab. Good for him. Good for Great Crab. Paid, man. This is a uh, people of the ab- abolition of the um, salary cap. So yeah, obviously we want these guys <laughs> to get paid. But under salary the current, cap is socialism. <laughs> under the current structure, Kyle Fuller was not the not the not worth the money that he was getting paid flat out. I think most I like Jalen Johnson. I think he's a stud. Yeah, I mean he's just had an injury issue, but I think he's pretty awesome i mean he was like rated when he played he was rated as like one of the best cornerbacks of last year's draft class and he's taken in the second round like i think who was the guy that detroit took who's like played two games okuda they okuda. drafted like fourth overall yeah. part of the reason why Patricia got fired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah i don't i mean i don't know i think the 
think the Bears are a solid. What do we if we had to take win predictions right now? Like, what would you do? Like six wins? Five? No. What? Five Guys, and a half. I think the over. It. I think the over under is going to probably be set at five. And we a half. get to play the Vikings twice and the Lions twice. Guys, what are you talking? Cool. About? We'll probably split those. Like, let's be realistic. Stop we got it. to play him last year, and we had Mitch. Being, you guys are being bums about this whole thing. Andy, okay, I will. Delivers. I will eat. I will eat this podcast episode if the Bears go four and zero against the Lions and Vikings next year. Okay, like I'll have I'll have Luke print this podcast into paper form, love mail it, I'll it eat to it. you, the whole transcript. Yep. <laughs> yes, and I'll eat it. I love it. Um, one more sports thing, probably before we get out of here, should we talk a little NCAA? Yeah, sure. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Well, I'm in first in both of our brackets, so that's cool. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Is this oh. why you wanted to talk? Like you want to do a parent teacher conference too? Yeah. Who doesn't love being in first place after the first weekend, knowing they're definitely going to stay in first place based on how many of their final four teams are left in contention? Yeah. So I, really? Who did you take though? Uh, I have Gonzaga. I don't fucking care. None of us uh, care. <laughs> <laughs> Gonzaga and Baylor still alive. Got Gonzaga and Baylor. You know, gonna be a noob and pick a couple one seeds. Is that it though? Is that you just have Gonzaga and Baylor? That's all I have left. Yeah, I had West Virginia and Texas. Sorry, I believed in the Huggy Big Bear. Twelve. Yeah. I, I had. Thought- uh, I think I have good. I have Gonzaga and Florida State still alive. I think. Okay. Yeah, those are two good ones. I still have Michigan, I guess. I think I picked Michigan in one of them. I had okay. Ohio State going to the final in Ooh. one of them. That, <laughs> that was a little tough. Wow. That was, was that, that like was... – were you doing that as a joke as an Indiana fan? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like with – Wow, how dumb are you? <laughs> I feel like with March Madness, like with your uh, Gonzaga strategy, you have to like take an angle and run with it in order to yeah. win. Otherwise, like if you just if you go chalk, you're going to finish in the middle. Like you yeah. need to like take a stance on certain things and like do different brackets differently. So I think I, in one I had Ohio State going to the final, and one I had ooh. Illinois going to the final. Like ooh. it's tough. It's tough. Out I, here. In in one one year, our junior year of college, I filled out my bracket 20 minutes before it was due, and I did so well that I the way the scoring system was working, I won. I won a bracket by the elite eight. Like it was mathematically impossible for people wow. to f- catch me. I have been chasing that high and that's we're going on 11 years now. I that's what I told to find it. That's what I told Twilight. I'm like, you uh, eventually law of averages. You're going to, you're going to figure it out and you're going to win one year. You yeah. just don't want it to be right away because then you're going to chase that high the rest of your life. Oh, you're yeah, going to keep entering I, bracket challenges thinking it, you're a genius. Did, <laughs> yeah. It, it also didn't help that like, I think I won like seven hundred bucks, and like I was in college, and that felt like I just won a million dollars. Yeah, rich. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, three dollar pitchers. It's on me, boys. It's on, it's on Uncle ZJ, boys. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, who are we rooting for? What is this podcast? Who are we putting our stamp behind the? Rest oh, of the I like way? this idea. Who I like, do we like? I like this idea. We an Oral Roberts squad? Are we no, a no, Oregon? No, 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 no. no. Oh, As okay. I mentioned in the group chat, Oral Roberts. Fucked me out of my knockout pool. I was doing. Oh, I did so. I did so well the first two days. I, well, I mean, it. I made it through, and I did. I did well, and then I took Florida, and those assholes uh, decided to lose to those nerds from Oral Roberts. <laughs> Fun fact: My dad went to Tulsa, and Oral Roberts is in Tulsa, and he said they're a bunch of nerds. That's what we we looked up the the school and it sounds like yeah. honestly a cult or like uh, yeah, Oral Roberts the person, pretty much not great. Not great. Oral Bob, not cool. 
not uh, cool a guy. Lot, a, a lot of what's wrong with uh, modern religion. Uh, nice. Oral Roberts. Shout out oh. to him. It does look like somebody from the like 70s, 70 with a lot of money in the 70s who built a campus. It's like all looks like Tomorrow World from Disney World. If any of you have ever been there, it's just like everything looks like the future of 1970s, like the Jetsons. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love that. Jesus um, is well, going to arrive in an X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most mid-worst team that has left over? I'll give you a quick update. We got Gonzaga. Oh, Loyola. Come on. Creighton. Loyola. Creighton. Oh, Creighton. Uh, USC, Oregon, no. Uh, Michigan, FSU, no. UCLA, Alabama, no. Syracuse, Houston, no. Uh, Loyola. Something about beating people. Am I right? Uh, yikes. Um... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, probably Loyola or I'm going to pull a little bit for Creighton. Anybody in on that? Do we like No, Kirk, no, Kirk I'm not, I'm not, I don't do I don't do Creighton. They're right. a uh They're not, in not, the Big East. Not since the Bulls drafted Doug McDermott that has had some negative uh uh, uh transitive e, property e. negative effects on Creighton. Ah, uh, e mm. I love that they usually put like the the areas like oh the west is being played in here and the south and they're all just say Indianapolis. <laughs> I think they're um, all at Lucas. It's all in Indianapolis. Is it there from now on? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a shame. I thought it was kind of fun like seeing Mackey in Assembly Hall and uh Butler Stadium being used. That was kind of like Ass Hall. Yeah. I uh, did like that too. The Simon Skiot Assembly Hall. <laughs> I, I actually think I actually think a good a good team for us to pull. Let's like lean in because I guess I was a coach's son with you toilet. But let's do Syracuse with Buddy Bayheim. Oh, Buddy Bayheim, number one zone. Zone. Yeah. Zone. In the zone. Wow. I mean, when we podcast, we get into the zone. The teams left in that bracket are number route uh, numbers eight seed numbers eight, twelve, eleven, and two. That's insane. You know what? Actually, I'm going to put my uh, stamp of approval on Houston. Like, make up for some of those five slamajama years that they weren't able to make it all. Like, let, let's 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 hear it for Houston, folks. <laughs> this is the year they finally win a uh, a national championship, and then of course it's Kelvin Sampson. So like, yeah, of course, road. it'll be vindic- or it'll be uh, vacated. Be, yeah, vacated. Yep. Thank you. LOL. No, it. I just can't. I, I'm sorry, Toilet. I can't get behind Creighton. I feel like Gonzaga okay. is a good Midwestern school that isn't in the Midwest. Yeah, that's like, very much so on the coast, almost. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a very much out Spokane of Spokane is pretty far away from the coast. <laughs> that's true. That's, you know, it's it's a Midwestern <laughs> school with Midwestern values. It's about yeah. as close, out of, out of I, think, I think it's farther away from the ocean than, like, Las Vegas, but sure. <laughs> that's probably right. Probably just about as close as Boise to being a coastal city. I, I do love how Oregon, you know, gets in with a no contest to the round of yeah. 32 and that just beats the brains out of Iowa. That was yeah, pretty they, they wild. They kicked the shit out of them. 95-80. Uh, I'm really upset. Points. We can't, yeah. Uh, Iowa overs were like one of the best college basketball bets of the past year. Wow. They don't play any defense. It's like Pac-12 domination right now, too, because USC beat the ever-loving shit out of Kansas. Oh. They kicked their ass up and that down was, the court. Yeah. We could do we could be we could do must bus. My mom is in uh Ooh. my mom's an Arkansas grad. 
Arkansas. Okay, so we'll take Arkansas. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do must, but I'll do must, but oh, that's let's okay. pick. Well, our let's final pick. four will be Gonzaga, okay. must out of bus. the west, must bus out of the south, Loyola out of the Midwest, mid best, and then we got UCLA, Alabama, Michigan, or FSU. Let's do Alabama just to piss off the haters. <laughs> just to make people more upset because I I do I do love like those trivia questions like what's the last team to win the football yeah. national championship and the NCAA national the same the year. basketball in the same yeah. year that Florida. would be a good story yes Florida I think are they the only ones who have done I bet you I bet you some like but just some state school did it back in the forties or something like that. Like Northwestern probably did it. Or, <laughs> or like no, University of Chicago probably did it in the twenties. City oh, College wow. of New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> army. <laughs> <laughs> in 1943, when everyone was in the army. Turns out we have all the talent guys. <laughs> oh God. No. Well, there's our official mid-worst final four. Very shout out to all the lads and mates out there. I feel like we should just bet it collectively. Okay. Because like, if it happens, parlay you, those four. Yeah, parlay those four. To it's not that insane to think those four could do it. I no, I don't. Wait. So what did we? What did we say? We said Alabama, Houston. No, Alabama, Loyola. Oh, Loyola. That's right. Ar- Arkansas, Arkansas and, Gonzaga. and Gonzaga. All right, let's do it. Some narratives never die, baby. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I hope I hope uh, I, I I I would love I would love to see Must Bus make it. Yeah. I like the Must Bus. There's a pot. There's something to report. Did you there. Did you know he's scheduled? He scheduled like all these teams that ended up making the tournament like as buy-in games. So like Ole Roberts, North Texas, Abilene. Um, there's even yeah Abilene Christian. Yeah, he 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 uh he like scheduled all of those games while like Marquette's playing like. New Jersey Institute of Technology and like college bleep that <laughs> getting the but, confidence up. Yeah. Getting the confidence up. But it's like, how about we play some fucking teams who are going to be in the tournament, you With know, the must bus, not afraid. I'm not afraid. It's a bus and Adam to shave oh, speaking, my balls. Speaking of, speaking of Arkansas toilet. Is that say Pocahontas, Arkansas? That's right. No way. Yep. That's like one town over from where my mom grew up. Really? Morning. Yeah. Wow. I know Pocahontas, Arkansas. I've been there. So you're a poser, huh? That's I'm a, that a big time. It's the name of Get a away. band that our friends started and never. A recorded. very famous band. Go check them out. Really? Yes. PocahontasArkansas.bandcamp.com. Check out their SoundCloud. Two two coupons to Bed Bath and Beyond. Check out their SoundCloud after checking out our SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe, share, tell your mother. Tell Zach's friends. Tell I apparently Zach's didn't friends. know that we're friends with people with a band camp. And now you know. Well, is that a good place to leave it? I got a lasagna in the oven. That you have to eat by yourself. Alone. Oh, by the way, I think we've been missing out on a great nickname. I know we've been calling her Lady Toilet. Mm-hmm. But why don't we just call her the Toilet Tree? Oh. The toilet tree. That's okay. We'll 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 leave we'll, that we'll, one. We'll work on that one. We'll work on that in the female urinal. Maybe we'll put her. Maybe we'll get her stamp of approval on it. She no, this is. We just need to get our. We just need to get our our ladies on here to give us the to give us the feedback needed to build the lady urinal. Okay? All right. So get into our uh, Apple uh, 
review section. <laughs> yeah. Give us a five-star. Leave a star. review. Leave a review. Give us the specs. Give us some critiques. Yeah. Give us some intel, some scouting give us, reports. Give us seed money so that we can yeah. start this business. Yeah. So that we can attract uh, investors. Yep. You know, get manufacturing space made in the USA, and we can sell it eventually to WeatherTech. And then oh. we need somebody. Then we need somebody to come up with a creative porta potty name for it too. Perfect. Yes, there's enough homework for our listeners right there. And yeah. bet that final four we talked about. And, and bet, bet the final, final four. four. Bet the final four so that you don't have to work anymore. That you can make money. You can give us some of the money, and then you can, can you can just work full time and give us ideas. There we go. Love you, boys. Later, Love you. Bring your mothers.